Hello and welcome to another episode of Open Mic Podcast. My name is Jared and I'm here with Logan and JC. How are you guys? Hey guys. Doing good. Doing good. Well, hey, before we kick off today, I want to tell you about our young adult conference. It's October 1st and 2nd. Logan, you want to tell them a little bit about that? Yeah, so uh, YA Conf is what we're calling it. So first young adult conference we've ever done, and we've got um, some awesome guest speakers. Josiah Jones from The Porch is coming in, and also John Elmore, who's the pastor of Regeneration at Watermark Church. It's going to be awesome. Like We're not just going to have some awesome content to cover. We're also going to have an awesome time. So we have some good nightlife planned, everything else. 25 bucks. Like You can't beat that can't price. Beat that. Get a t-shirt, everything else. So it's going to be great. Yeah, head to highstreet.org slash Y-A-C-O-N-F, Y-A-C-O-N-F, and uh, get registered for that, and it's going to be good. We hope you join us in October. It's going to be fun. Uh, But uh, today, we are talking about the question, what does it matter what I consume? What does what I consume matter? Not not talking about food. It does matter what you consume (laughs) there. Uh, But in terms of like explicit content, in terms of what you watch, in terms of what you listen to, what you see. Does it matter? Does it make a difference in the long haul, in the short haul? Like, what, what does it matter? Yeah. What do you guys have to say? JC, why don't you start? Yeah, for sure. It, it does matter. And I would say there was a time in my life where I did not care about this, and I didn't think it mattered. But as I've grown my relationship with God, I've just realized how much his word is clear about how explicit content cannot be in our lives as believers. So when we talk about explicit content, what exactly are, are we talking about? Like, can you just lay that out really plainly? I think that explicit content could be pretty well defined as um, music, movies, whatever, any form of entertainment, whatever, that you're consuming yeah. that is in direct violation of God's word. Okay. Like, that's in direct violation of God's word. That's a, a pretty, like, standard definition, I feel like, of what would be explicit. Because I think that sometimes what our world doesn't even label as explicit could be explicit, right? We judge everything yep. by God's word, yeah. um, not vice versa. So, yeah, you can have a, a movie that's PG thirteen, or you know, something that doesn't have the E next to it on Spotify or Apple Music, but still has something that might cause you to sin or might push you into that. So, what what else about explicit content is something that we need to kind of know about or think through uh, as we talk about this discussion? Yeah, I'm just thinking of First John two fifteen, which talks about if we love the things of this world, the love of the Father is not in us. And that verse has stood out to me a lot when I'm thinking through what I'm watching on Netflix or what I'm listening to on Spotify, because if I'm loving what the world is loving, and of course the world loves explicit content, that's what Satan uses as his tactic to get them um, to come towards him. So um, I think that as believers, we have to be aware of that and we have to choose to love God rather than what the world is telling us to love. Yeah, I think that's the starting point is, again, like, what does God's word say? And I think, like, we should admit, we were kind of talking about this before we started, is that um, it can be difficult, like, to oh, not, yeah. you know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. I there's there's songs I want to listen to that I'm like, dang it, I, I can't, you know? Or mu- movies that I want to watch, uh, whatever, TV shows, and I'm like, I, you know, sometimes it's not always the most thing, like, fun thing to have a conviction, I guess I would say. Yeah, it's not fun to be the one guy in the circle that, like, oh, yeah, I, I can't watch that show. I don't, I don't do that. When everybody else in the world, it seems like that's the most exciting thing that's right, happening right now. Right. Yeah, I have a confession. So when I Uh-oh. had COVID, I've confessed this already <laughs> to God, to other people, but go. when I had COVID, I was quarantined at home. You get really bored. And so I'm just scrolling on Netflix, and I watch this show. And first episode, I was like, this is not appropriate. Like, it was just very 
just graphic and sexual. And I was like, no. And then my sister was like, hey, I watched all eight episodes in one night. It's really good. And I was like, you not, just not to call out my sister. She's a great person, but <laughs> we both messed up. And I was like, oh, you watched it all in one night. I'm going to try it again. And then I watched all of it, and I had to fast forward a lot. And then as soon as it was over, I was like, I should not have done that. Yeah. I cannot watch season two. And then I had to run and tell God and run and tell other people. Yeah. So it still happens in my life. Like, all the time I have to go to God with my convictions and be like, am I in the right place here or not? Yeah, so so what would you say, I mean, I, I think this is something that we see in scripture, um, not to do it. What's the what's the benefit for us in relation to God? Like, why, why sh- what does it matter what we watch? I, I mean, I think pretty clearly, like I think of Psalm 101.3 and it says, I will set before my eyes, uh, I will not set before my eyes anything that is worthless. Mm-hmm. And, Again, we're going back to God's word again, right? But the reason, like, I don't want this content in my life is because it's worthless, right? It's 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 not worth anything. Yeah. It is truly worthless, and uh, that that would be like one of the reasons why I wouldn't want it in my life. Yeah, yeah. And Philippians four eight talks about think set your mind on things that are pure, noble, um, honor and worthy, and and I just I don't think that the explicit content is those things, and I think God would be kind of upset if he knew his children were, were just going around and doing the things and thinking of things that are going to be flooding their mind with worldly thoughts instead of him. Yeah, and I mean, even Colossians 3, uh, 1 through 3, it talks about like, don't s- set your mind on things of heaven, not on things of earth. And so if I'm consuming content that is taking my mind off of things of heaven, taking my m- mind off of holy things, godly things, then like, I really need to evaluate, do I need this in my life? Yeah. So what about I feel like everybody probably has a story of like maybe you grew up in church, but it, it wasn't a thing that you re- it really mattered. You know, you went to a friend's house, you got to watch whatever you wanted, yeah. a little different than your house, and you went home and you went, it wasn't that different. Or maybe you got saved later in in college or something, and it's like you got saved, you you know Christ now. What does it matter how it looks? Like, what are some of the practical things that it changes for you? Like, what does that do for? you in your walk with God to not be engaging in things that don't honor God and what we look at and what we listen to and what we what we consume yeah the Bible tells us to set our mind on heavenly things and I think since I've chosen to turn my explicits off so I can't listen to explicit music on Spotify anymore (laughs) that's what that means um since I've done that I've been able to modify more so like am I letting in things that are going to allow me to set my mind on this earth or on God's kingdom? Um, Because it really does affect what we think and like how we act Mm -hmm. too. Um, I've noticed more so like if a song comes on that I listened to in high school, that's really inappropriate. I'm like, Oh yeah. And like, it just takes me back to a really like bad place Mm -hmm. instead of putting me in a place where I'm ready to go minister to someone. Mm -hmm. That's good. And, and you nailed it. Like we talked about this before is it affects the way you think and the way you act. Mm-hmm. And I think if you were saying like, Hey, if you're wondering like, why does it matter? Right? Like, I, I don't know. Sometimes like Christians definitely get the, the label of being like holy rollers, like, Oh, you're too good. Yeah. yeah. And, and honestly for me, like that's not where it stems from. It stems from a desire of like, man, mm-hmm. when you really know God and like, you're really like, man, you want him the most in your life. You're like, I, I, even though I might kind of want those things, like I might want that content, I might want to, you know, not be bored and watch a Netflix show or whatever. It's like, it's not worth it, you know? Yeah. And you have to listen to the Holy Spirit's promptings in your life. But yeah. I've definitely noticed that 
it 100% affects the way that I think and the way that I talk. I mean, uh, I've definitely noticed that before. I think of, it, it sounds silly, but maybe someone out there is like me and you've gotten on a Twitter thread before of like best fights or something. It's, it's and, engaging. I enjoy and, it. Yeah. And, and then I find myself in this weird mental space where I'm like rooting against like or for someone or I yeah. find myself like being in a different like mood than I was when I, whenever I started. So yeah. like, you have to be careful with that stuff. Yeah, I think uh, you started saying that that, that it kind of changes. You hear it, and it changes, like, your your standard. You When you haven't heard it in a while, and then you hear it, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, my word. Like, I can't believe I used to just sing along with that, and that's something that I, I used to engage with because you maybe you've gone without it for a while, and now that you listen to it again, you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that that word is in there, and I just glossed over it before. The thing that, that me and you were talking about earlier is now we have these little versions of ourselves that run around our kids, and they just repeat everything that we say. And when you hear uh, a two-year-old say something that you said, and for me it was like just the word dang it. Like my four-year-old holds me accountable, and he'll, he'll ask me almost every day, Dad, did you say dang it today? And I'm like, oh, my word, yeah, no, I didn't say dang it today, or yeah, Thatch, I did. And uh, there's just something different when you hear a, a, a pretty innocent two-year-old say something that you're, you just kind of get wide-eyed and wonder, oh, my gosh, they heard that, and they heard it from me. Yeah. And they're not, they're not hearing it from, you know, a show they're watching. They're hearing it from, from me for the most part, and that's a reflection. Um, one of the verses that, that always stands out to me in this, in this is uh, Romans 12. Uh, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Um, that we can't be renewed in our minds if we're constantly focused on something that is not godly. Um, and I think that there's a benefit to that in the next phrase that says that by testing you may discern what the will of God is, what's good and acceptable and perfect. And I think some of us have no idea what it is that God wants for us. We can't, we can't discern what's good, what, what, what's godly, because our mind is so muddied by everything else. Our mind is no different than, than an unbeliever because we're engaging in everything else. And I think our standard has been lowered to the same as everyone else's and not to see things through God's eyes and go, oh, man, that sin should break my heart because it broke God's heart. Yeah, and I mean, I think we, can, we, we can't get it twisted that, like, Satan's biggest tactic probably most often is just to keep us distracted. Yeah. I yeah. mean— consistently that's I mean if he can keep us distracted and away from God's purpose for our lives and yeah like when you took it like if you take an honest evaluation of the content you're consuming and you ask yourself is this a distraction or isn't it like that's that's a pretty good you know question to ask yeah yeah I think one practical thing people can do is if you are struggling with justifying the explicit content you're listening to or watching find someone who has strong convictions in this area in your life and ask them why. Why do you have those convictions? And ask them to hold you accountable and asking you what kind of music you listened to that week or what kind of things you're watching on Netflix that week. And that way you can start to form your own convictions as well. But it really does start with the heart. Like you and God need to decide like what you should watch and what you should listen to. But get around people who you admire for having strong convictions in this. Absolutely. And, And I think of like, Uh, An example of this for me, like, is, like, why we need to be cognizant of it and, like, why we need to be cautious is uh, we kind of talked about some examples of maybe some experiences we've had with this. And um, for me, like, I was watching a movie one day. I had no idea that 
it, the title of it was not inappropriate. Like, there was nothing, like, in the description. And I'm like, oh, this is probably going to be, like, even the rating was fine. And I remember I was watching it, and then a scene comes on. And I'm like, wow, I don't need to be watching this. And so I shut it off. But, like, I had already been exposed to it, right? You know what I mean? And so for me, I was like, I don't want to let that happen anymore because I know where that takes me mentally, and it's not a place I need to be. And so I started, like, actually looking up on Common Sense Media, uh, which is uh, a way you can search movies before you watch them. And I started looking that up and, and seeing, like, what is in a movie before I even watch it, not based on the rating or whatever, just because I'm like, I want to be, like, cautious in this, you know, because uh, I think it's important that we, uh, you know, develop those convictions and, like, we pay attention to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and that reminds me, my dad growing up, my dad is a Christian, a strong believer, and has really strong convictions. But if our family was watching a movie together – and it started out just like having a lot of cuss words or it was inappropriate, he would get up and leave the room. And I used to think it was so stupid. I'd be like, Dad, what? It's, it's a buzzkill. It's Chill not out. a big yeah. deal. Like, you're going to your room. Like, we like we can just find, we can skip over it yeah. or we don't, it, we can filter out of our minds. But he would just get up and leave and be like, this is not what I want to watch or partake in. Um, and now looking back on it, like, I really respect him for doing that because it showed us that he didn't even want after like five minutes of watching a movie, he didn't want to let it affect him or his walk with God. Yeah, that's good. So I- any any final advice or final thoughts on uh, maybe somebody who's pursuing this and is trying their best and maybe somebody who's listening to this going, what does it matter? Any advice towards those people? My challenge would be this is like, if you're like, hey, what does it matter? Or maybe you've never even thought about it. Because like, honestly, part of the, the process of growing in your relationship with God is, you know, learning new things. And so maybe this is something you've never even thought about before. My challenge would be like, hey, take a week and anything that would seem to like peak your sense of moral curiosity or like, you know, peak that sense of morality within you, just get away from it. Take a week and see if it doesn't change. I, I guarantee you that it's going to change the way that you're thinking. And it's like small little deposits, you know, and you're cleaning up your mind. And so that would be my challenge. Yeah. yeah um, some girls in my small group this past semester told me about this challenge where it's like a music cleanse and you only listen to worship music for 30 days and I think that's a good idea like if you're struggling with I don't know or I don't see how my music that's explicit affects me just get rid of it for 30 days and only listen to worship music kind of like you were saying Logan so that's a another challenge people could try but yeah get around people who are going to push you in this area and hold you accountable and then set challenges for yourself that are going to help you yeah because I think the goal is not to just live a life that's perfect yeah the goal is to live a life that honors and reflects God to Mm -hmm. the people around us and I think this is a way that we we end up holding up a dirty mirror to the people around us whether we know it or not um, we end up holding up a dirty mirror that we don't know how poorly we're reflecting Christ because yeah. our, our, like Romans 12 says, our, our mind isn't as clear as it should be, and it's not fully transformed because we're not renewing our minds in Christ. And, yeah, and the goal in this is not that we're better than other people, right? It's not like, oh, well, like, I don't do that, you know? Mm-hmm. The yeah. goal is, is that us, like, we personally are growing with God and we're being a better light in our lives so that it's so attractive that people want that in their lives, right? It, it's not that we're doing it so we can be like, well, I'm better than you, you yeah, know? And, and I don't think that's usually anybody's attitude, but it, if we like go into it with a mindset of I'm doing this so that I can be more Christ-like yeah. so that others can see that light, I do think it like really changes that mindset where you're not going to come off as arrogant or smug or whatever. Yeah. JC, any final advice? 
I completely agree with that. It's just for your own personal relationship with God, and it will grow you. Just try it. Yeah. Yeah, hope this challenged you. Hope, hope this was helpful to you in your walk with God. And remember uh, to check out highstreet.org slash YAConf and sign up for our conference in October. We'll see you next time.